afternoon. Eric Kerfinder here. This is KCVL KCRK. Enjoy the weather while we have it. Next week, uh, during the weather, we're going to talk about some changes to the weather coming. Well, some things just never seem to go away. Maybe you thought it was over once and for all. The previous Stevens County Commissioners, Don Dashiel, Steve Parker, well, he's still a commissioner, Wes McCart, they had the decision by Judge Marino to repay the county in the misuse of the homeless funds, the money they paid out to parties deemed to be improper use of funds by the state auditor. They were ordered to pay a principal of $130,000 against their bond, plus $50,000 in interest. That decision was overturned by the Washington State Supreme Court. So now the three commissioners, they get a refund of their money. All right. But apparently that's not enough. Because we are still looking into the details of the matter. A lot of tight-lipped people on this deal. Those three, including a sitting county commissioner, Wes McCart, filing a claim against the county in the amount of $5 million. Well, that claim does have a 60-day time limit. It now has expired. In which case, if it's denied, which we believe it has been denied, then they would have a period of time to take further action. We're looking into it. We've made all the uh, requests. Nobody uh, volunteering to turn anything over. We are aware there has been a $5 million claim brought against the county sometime toward the beginning of this year. And we believe that the time period has expired and it was denied. We're going to find out more. We'll let you know as it develops, but uh, I guess the paycheck for being county commissioner isn't good enough for Wes McCart. Let's throw in a $5 million claim against the county. Okay, a lot of different things are going on around the area. One of the big things, the Home and Garden Show right here in Colville. Let's find out more about, well, preparation of your ground from the WSU Master Gardener Coordinator so you can have a great garden this year. The best thing to do is when you're looking through the seed catalog and ordering, look for things that have short growing seasons because we have kind of a short growing season here. What are the requirements and if they are varieties that are pest resistant, like some people really want to grow Bing cherries, but those are known to have pest problems. So it's better to get a different variety that's similar, but is better at repelling the pest. Any special tools that might be needed for whatever you decide to grow, like a potato fork, 
it's it's a good time right now to inventory your current gardening supplies and buy them now rather than later when the stock might be low at the local stores. And really important, sanitize your pots and tools right now. Something that some people skip, but it could come back to haunt you later if you don't sanitize your pots and tools right now and then you end up with more problems. And then plan, plan, plan and do a layout and decide where's the best location for everything that you want to plant. Another thing to do right now is to get your soil tested. And we have kits, packets here that have all the local soil testing facilities that you can choose from and what is entailed for testing your soil. You can learn if your soil is deficient in one mineral. Maybe it's low in potassium, and so you would need to get a fertilizer that has higher potassium to supplement it. And then you would have better results with your plants when you grow them. Call, stop in at the office, or email. And I can always accept email submissions of pictures of bugs or or plant problems that you can send. And it's better to give me a whole picture of the, the whole plant and maybe leaves and flowers and twigs. 509-684-2588. The Home and Garden Show today and tomorrow the Colville campus of the Community College, 10 till 5 today, 9 till 4 tomorrow. Two bucks gets you in the door. Attention Eastern Washington. Last week, Saunders Furniture in Colville had their 29th anniversary sale. And if you miss this sale, it's your lucky day. They have extended the sale for the rest of this week. Store-wide savings up to 50% off. 12-month special financing available with your good credit. Plus, Saunders is giving away $500 in free furniture to one special winner. It's by far the biggest sale of the year you don't want to miss. It's the 29th anniversary sale extended at Saunders Furniture. There's a bill in the state legislature. It deals with hazing. Dan Frizzell has the report. This one could become law. Colin Wyant, Timothy Piazza, Chad Meredith, Andrew Coffey. These are just a few of the 50 or more U.S. college students who have died since 2000 while being hazed by fraternities they had hoped to join. They all have anti-hazing laws named for them in the states where they died, and Washington's Sam Martinez may soon share that sad distinction. The 19-year-old died of acute alcohol poisoning after a night of hazing by members of Alpha Tau Omega at Washington State University four years ago. Working with Sam's parents, State Representative Mari Levitt crafted the Sam Martinez Law, which boosts the crime levels for various hazing activities, including a new Class C felony for causing serious bodily harm. Levitt commented on the bill Wednesday. Hazing is a culture of secrecy that has gone on for far too long, and it continues to this day in our institutions of higher education. It can cause substantial bodily harm and death. The intent of the bill is to send a very strong and clear message that hazing will not be tolerated in Washington, that it's not acceptable behavior, and that this culture of secrecy needs to stop. Levitt, a Democrat from University Place, got a unanimous okay for the Sam Martinez Law in a House vote, and it's now scheduled for action in the Senate Law and Justice Committee. In Olympia, Dan Frizzell.
When your vehicle is involved in an accident, you want collision repair performed by highly trained experts. Since 1984, Carey's Auto Body has been your specialist. We handle the complete repair process to get you back on the road as quickly as possible. Carey's Auto Body works carefully with your insurance company to repair your vehicle to before accident condition. Carey's Auto Body, 1101 South Main in Colville. Log on to careysautobody.com or call 509 684 2580 Lots of gun control legislation again this year in Olympia. Let's get some insights from Cam Edwards. He's the Second Amendment Foundation representative on the gun safety executive order that was signed by the president on Tuesday and what it really means for the law-abiding citizen. I think most of these executive orders are really nothing burgers. They are basically a rehashing of existing law. So Biden talked about how we're going to get as close as we can to universal background checks. But in reality, he's directing the attorney general to make sure that federally licensed firearm retailers understand existing law, that you have to conduct background checks on all sales of firearms. I think he's really puffing up the importance of these executive orders. But I think primarily what this is really all about is just finding another opportunity to call for a gun ban. That really seems to be the primary driver behind these executive orders, giving Biden a platform to harangue Congress about the need to ban these battlefield weapons of war and and so on. Because the substance of most of these executive orders is really, really thin. So he's directing his cabinet secretaries to encourage the use of red flag laws. Well, what does that mean? That's nothing. He's encouraging the attorney general to ensure that the New definition of engaged in the business of firearms is being used, which he says is going to bring us as close as we can to universal background checks. But when you look at what the actual definition of engaged in the business of selling firearms is, it involves repeatedly buying and reselling firearms. So the average gun owner who sells a gun from their collection to a friend or a neighbor or maybe somebody they meet at a gun show, that's not engaged in the business of selling a firearm. And those sales are not going to go through a background check. So I don't know what, if anything, Republicans can really do or even need to do in response to most of these executive orders. There's one exception, however. One of the things that Biden is talking about is directing the Department of Defense to develop and implement principles to further firemen public safety practices through Department of Defense acquisition of firearms. So in other words, it sounds like Biden wants the Defense Department to tell gun companies, look, we're not going to buy your guns unless you do the following things and try to implement some sort of, you know, gun control regime through administrative actions rather than a vote of Congress. If the DOD goes along with this, they're going to, I think, immediately face pushback from House Republicans. And if they say to gun companies, listen, in order for you to apply for a contract, you've got to stop selling large capacity magazines. You have to quit selling so-called assault weapons to civilians. I think House Republicans are going to say, all right, well, how about this? We're going to yank your funding and you don't get to buy any new small arms or ammunition until you give up your gun control efforts. So even the most substantial executive order on the part of Biden, I think, yeah, is going to meet with resistance, but most of them are just nothing burgers. If you're interested in what's going on with the financial institutions, the banks, and the government here in the United States, join us for News Unbroken. You'll find it at your favorite podcast location. You can go to Spotify, just type in News Unbroken. 
we talk about what's going on with the banks and the current uh, FDIC and government issues. That's a new edition of News Unbroken. You'll find it on Spotify. Stop into Woodworker Network for their best prices and selections on wood slabs, hardwood lumber, router bits, saw blades, epoxies, abrasives, and other finishes. They can build quality tables, shelving, mantles, and more in their custom shop or let them cut, dry, and flatten a slab for you either in their air dryer or have them kiln dried in their custom kiln. Whatever your hardwood needs, you can trust Woodworker Network and the House of Hardwoods to your woodworking needs. Just 12 miles south of Colville on Highway 395. Elaine Elliott a longtime resident of Colville passed away March 8th in Colville at the age of 91. Born August 25th, 1931 in Spokane, she moved often with her family as a young child. They followed work opportunities at lumber camps throughout Washington, Idaho, and Oregon. She completed her education early, began working to help support the family, while they were residing in Ione, she caught a glimpse of James Jack W. Elliott and successfully sought his attention. They married May 14, 1947, and began a family. She had a passion to provide for her family and was active in their educational development, serving on the Kettle Falls PTA. She was president of the Take Off Pounds Sensibly. She was preceded in death by her parents, sister, three brothers, and her husband. She is survived by one brother, Glenn, three children, including Jody Hoffman, their children, Darren, Shelley, and Amy, Bonnie, Bob, Trudell, and their children, Chip and Holly. Wesley Elliott and their children, Joshua, Melissa, David, and Tonya, 23 great-grandchildren, four great-great-grandchildren. A memorial service for Mrs. Elaine Elliott will be at 11 a.m. Friday, March 31st at the Hub Senior Center. Pastor Blaine McCoy will officiate. Memorial contributions may be given to the Colville Animal Sanctuary. Visit the online memorial and sign the guest book at www.danicusfuneralchapel.com. Fogel Pump and Supply is more than just pipes, pumps, and fittings. It's people. People with the experience, tools, and capabilities to truly provide customer service at every level, in the store or out in the field. Fast, friendly, competent people with your best interests at heart. And they are the water professionals that can solve your toughest water problems. Put Fogel Pump and Supply to work for you today. Call 684-2569 or stop in at 2250 North Highway in Colville. Now open on winter hours. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Closed Saturday and Sunday. Now scheduling well drilling for summer 2023. Call us today for your free estimate. No softball game yesterday. We are still hoping that Saturday we have softball. That'll be on 92.1 KCRK. Chawila is scheduled to have a doubleheader with Reardon. That's coming up on Saturday, 12 noon and 2 in the afternoon. So long as they play the games. We'll have the softball action on the radio. That'll be Saturday noon and 2 
on 92.1 KCRK. Oh, man, it didn't take my uh, NC2A bracket to get busted out. Arizona lost right off the bat, and I had them pick to win their opening game. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Tri-County Stove and Spa, featuring Quadra Fire, wood pellet, gas stoves, and furnaces. Enjoy the beauty and efficiency of a Quadra Fire heating stove in your home. Visit Tri-County Stove and Spa, 2088 North Highway, here in Colville. A beautiful 51-degree high expected for this afternoon. Back down to 29 overnight. Even warmer, sunny, and 53 on Saturday. 54 sunshine on Sunday. Things are going to start to change a little bit. Good chance of rain on Monday. 50 for the high. Rain on Tuesday and Wednesday, a high of 49 Tuesday, still 49 on Wednesday. Continued chance of rain on Thursday, 46 the high. Things are uh, going to be just a little bit below freezing overnight, so we might get no real accumulation, but maybe a few snowflakes Wednesday night and Thursday night. We're headed for the weekend. It's a Friday. Good to have you with us here on the radio. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK.